0: In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones that you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com slash Florio and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey... You can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's PodSurvey.com slash Florio. F-L-O-R-I-O. Thanks for your help.
1: All right, uh, some of the uh, fan hijinks. There's a Falcons fan looking very miserable there on Sunday, as was the case because the Lions... uh, uh, handled the Falcons. There's a guy who is uh, very intense, very wow. into it, That's, trying to take command. What the hell is Banging he on, on, trying there. to create some noise, anything you can to create noise. The best one of the day, though. What is that? Oh, The best one of the day. Hey, you, hey, hey, hey get out here. of here. there goes my, teeth my either. Uh, partial plate. You bum, I'm a bum, but you're a bum, okay? <laughs> here, take these teeth and do something with them. I don't know what. Take you. Hey, he's trying to let an F-bomb fly at Zach Wilson. It was enough force for the teeth to fly <laughs> out. All right. superlatives time for week three. Chris, what do you have? What is love? Baby don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Is that the song for the no more? Yeah, that's exactly dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what it is. Exactly. Yeah. The old Saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. right
2: there. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, how can we not talk about that a little bit? And Jordan <laughs> love them being down 17 nothing. Not looking good on the offensive side of the ball really through three quarters, you're just going, damn, they can't get anything going. They're missing Christian Watson. They're missing uh, 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 Aaron Jones, right? So those are issues. Um, Guys, I don't know why we're showing this. This is the Atlanta Falcons game from last week. Let's go to the game that they played yesterday. Uh, But, yeah, that was a clutch moment for Jordan Love. I mean, end of the football game, they got three chances to get the ball. They're going to have to score on all three chances to maybe win the game, tie it, whatever else. Get the field goal, come back, throws a touchdown, gets the ball again, rushes for a touchdown, and wins his first game as a starting quarterback at home in Lambeau, uh, where it, did, it looked dire there. i got to give him a lot of credit. That really was just you know mentally tough and way to suck it up for him. Oh, unbelievable, and yeah. it was
1: great. Peter King and I talked to him for a few minutes after the game. He didn't have much time because they got the short week. They got the Lions on Thursday, Thursday night. night. Great Thursday night yeah. game coming. Right. But I, I asked him how much he hears and how much he's motivated by the haters. And he started with an answer that was cliche, 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 but he kind of got cranked up at the end. And he said, who are they to, to know whether or not I can play? Like, screw them, basically. Yeah. He didn't right. say that, but right. that was the attitude. Who are they to judge me? I'm my own person. I'm going to go out and do my own thing, and he's been great so far. All right, my first uh, uh, superlative is process this. Because remember all the talk about process, S2 test, C.J. Stroud? Horrible. Can't process. Somebody was trying their damnedest to get C.J. Stroud to slip past the Texans. Somebody was trying to make the Texans wobbly and not take C.J. Stroud. And C.J. Stroud so far has been pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. First quarterback in league history to have at least 900 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, and no interceptions in his first three starts. He's thrown the most passes to begin a career without an interception at 121. Oh, and they beat the shit out of the Jaguars on Sunday to shock everyone, most notably the Jaguars. So they got something in C.J. Stroud to the point where, if I'm David Tepper, the Panthers owner this morning, I'm thinking... How did this happen? Yeah, that I fell in love with Bryce Young when C.J. Stroud was right there. Maybe they listened to the process this and process that and S two stuff. Think there's any stuff. doubt? It's it all they ever spread spread sold on about. Was, yeah, because well, the, heard from the them. moment the Texans did not hesitate to take him, I thought somebody was hoping that Cal McNair, because the the target really isn't the GM. You want the owner, the one who's got the ultimate say to get to get nervous. Right. They were trying to make Cal McNair skittish about. CJ Stroud, and to the organization's credit, they didn't take the cheese, and so far so good. and Look, long way to go, but he's been the best of the three guys taken in the top four, in large part because Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson both didn't play yeah, on sure. Sunday due to injuries.
2: Sure, I mean, listen, Anthony Richardson, of course, we know how talented he is. He's going to have something to say about this. Bryce Young, yeah, I, I, I got to see more. I got to see more. It's 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 not great so far, right? It doesn't look like number one pick of the draft, but that's that's for sure. C.J. Stroud, it, it, he's you know kind of what I was saying in the draft process. It's kind of a little bit of a he's a little bit of a throwback. He can move a little bit, yeah, but he's really he's gonna stay in the pocket and he's gonna dice you up from there. And you just see, just like you saw at Ohio State, it's one good decision and one good throw after another. I mean, he never loses control of the ball. Whether he tries to put a you know a little extra umph on it or whatever, and then of course he 's got touch, he could throw the deep ball, and he 's not a He's not a rush watcher. He stands in the pocket and still keeps his eyes down the field and kind of uses his field to slide around there. Really impressive so far by, by, uh, by Stroud. And, and on top of that, the Jags, just their offense being off kilter, right? Some of the mistakes they made yesterday. They miss a field goal. They block a field. You know, they, the, the Jags had a field goal blocked. The Texans have a fullback return, a kick return for a touchdown, right? Jaguars just a little all over the place right now, but good for the Texans, D'Amico Ryan getting their first win because was awesome.
1: All right, give me another superlative, Christopher. Roar! Christopher David. There I learned. Is. I learned on Saturday night that your your mom and your aunt love it when I call you Christopher David. <laughs> yeah, but there usually that's there. when you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah.
2: They, they 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 like to call me Christopher David. So that's that's how that works there. And people close to me definitely do call me Christopher. So you're allowed to do that. But that was my superlative right there rawr okay and that's a
1: lion if you want to know they're trying okay? to figure out how to spell that r-a-w-r I yeah, guess that's close try enough. try to
2: figure it out okay but yeah uh, uh, the, the Detroit Lions the one thing that drives me crazy about them a little bit is and I think I said this when we picked the game last week it just feels like every game is kind of a coin flip it's like are they going to make it on those two fourth downs they're going to go for and if they do they'll win the game but if they don't they'll lose the football game now it, this was a game that was like kind of dominant throughout and I keep kind of waiting for Jared Goff to like sometimes go back to what he looked like early days with the Lions or at the end with the Rams and think, oh, this is just this is going to end. But he continues just to answer the bell and make big throw after big throw. Week wall, after week. that wall is higher. But than he, I think he definitely realized. is. White men can't jump. He proved that. I mean, that was a four-inch vertical. Look, now he can't even pull <laughs> himself up. Now he's trying up, to pull himself up on and the guy. Damn, you don't have any muscles to pull up either. So it's, it's not good. <laughs> but he has been great. And what I think we the defense. That was the encouraging thing. We knew Atlanta was going to come in, try to run the football, and and they, they stopped that. And they put the game on Desmond Ritter's shoulders. And as we're seeing here, for this three weeks in a row where, man, the Falcons' pass game is shaky. And I know they got Pitts and Drake London, but they're big guys who don't separate you know, they're kind of the guys, they have they're covered, you could throw it to them, but they're not going to separate. And man, the the Falcons, the passing game definitely worrying me a little bit as uh, the season goes along here.
1: We had to give some love to the Buffalo Bills. Their defense was incredible. It was amazing. And, you know, I I, I know that anytime you have to explain a joke, uh, it makes it inherently unfunny, but I think Sam Howell looks like John Belushi I don't know how many he people agree with me but I he does there? I and you. I think of and for some reason we used the clip at some point in the past several weeks of that boy is a pig from Animal House when he had the tray with all the food on it so after Sam Howell got to four interceptions yesterday I thought that boy is an INT yeah. <laughs> and, and and look it's not just him it's the Bills defense the Bills defense was great yesterday and Sam Howell had been pretty good through the first two games and they were 2-0 and and this was one of those where and I, I'm going to do the mini victory lap it's like okay time for connective tissue commanders had to screw out the Cardinals commanders had to screw out the Broncos bills look pretty damn good against the Raiders ipso facto bills are going to kick the crap out of the commanders I didn't see that defensive performance coming but that's what fueled the win over the Raiders that defense wakes up all Ooh, of a sudden it's no Less doubt. pressure on Josh Allen yeah. less pressure on the offense right. and you have balance and you have a team that can't wait can't wait for week four Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills to see who takes early supremacy. That was a in butt whooping. AFC East, but the the Commanders, uh, yes, not yeah. not their day against the Buffalo. How Bills.
2: Howell in both games could have uh, the both games they won could have thrown more interceptions than what he did. He's gotten a little lucky. Now the thing that's awesome about it, he's aggressive and he's looking to make plays and do all that. But yeah, yesterday it came back to bite him in the butt. And then of course, like you said, Allen and the Bills you know they got it going on the offensive side of the ball. He's certainly honed in after the bad week one. They ran the ball again yesterday. James Cook looked really good and you know we're still going to sit here and go I wish there was more, you know, other options in the past game, but yesterday at least it was the run game along with Diggs and Allen and then the defense like you said causing the turnovers. That was just like, you know, slow death for Washington yesterday and uh, Josh Allen was awesome.
1: When we return, the Vikings out the Chargers on Sunday. The breakdown of one of the most Only exciting they could games do that. of the day. Only the Vikings can pull that off. We'll do that Ooh. next year on PFT Live.
0: Shotgun back to pass, throws to the end zone, balls bouncing about, intercepted by the Chargers. The Minnesota Vikings are 0 3. Are you kidding? The ball bounced off a Viking, then a Charger, I believe, and was intercepted by a member of the Chargers.
1: LA Chargers pulling off the victory after a controversial decision by their head coach to go for it on fourth and one. What else is new? They slammed the door on the Vikings with a turnover from Minnesota. What else is new? Damn, Before Vikings that last play, though, but you know what? Yeah. This Kirk Cousins-Kevin O'Connell marriage is headed for Splitsville. You think so? They just don't – it's dysfunctional. It's mm-hmm. becoming more dysfunctional, and losses will make it more dysfunctional. And why, here's do you, the,
2: why do you say that? Let me. Well, hear. well
1: yeah. like from the quarterback series, remember after Kirk went – freelance and called the quarterback sneak in Buffalo right and Kevin O'Connell said to him afterward I you know I I could have gotten you in a better formation like you know know, yeah now I think yeah like anything else when someone gets in trouble for doing something that the boss says maybe you shouldn't have done sometimes you get the passive-aggressive blowback where then all of a sudden it's like hey I'm not doing anything without permission like Kirk didn't realize yesterday after they got the first down with the running clock to get up to the line and spike the ball, he couldn't hear Kevin O'Connell over the crowd noise. And they were kind of like paralyzed and it's tick, 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 tick. They should have been able to spike it and have three shots at the end zone with calm and the ability to pick a play and move forward. That's what should have been done. And that should have been the plan before you get in that moment. You got to be thinking a step ahead. I don't want to blame it all on Kirk, but at some point – You're in year 11 in the National Football League. At some point, you recognize, in a situation like that, the only thing you can do is run up to the line of scrimmage, spike the ball, and give yourself three shots at the end zone. They were so rushed, they were only going to get two shots, and that first shot was so hair-on-fire frenetic, it was destined to end in tragedy. It never felt like there was a clean look, a a clean chance to do anything. And so, there's... This idea that Kirk couldn't hear O'Connell. At some point, you got to take charge, Kirk. you got to take charge. You've been playing in the NFL for 12 years. I don't care about your stats. I don't care about anything but delivering in the clutch, winning games that you shouldn't win. And I know last year they won a bunch of games they shouldn't have won. And what happens is when you start doing that early – it creates a feeling among everyone in the organization. You're going to find a way. You're going to find a way. So the flip side is true this year. It's, going to be, it's always something. It's always something. They have taken the Roseanne, Roseanne, a mantle away from the Chargers. This year the Vikings are the it's always something team. And every week it's going to be, it's going to be a fumble. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. But I, how many times have we seen that where the guy just goes up You know to go up and spike it. You don't need you don't need a hall pass from your head coach to go spike the damn ball. You don't need to hear your coach to know go go spike the ball and you get three plays. You're not going to get in trouble for doing that.
2: No, I I mean that's definitely weird. And what what I I mean, so they get the fourth down conversion right. There was 41 seconds left. Then they don't snap the next ball until I think it was 11 seconds. It was ridiculous. You're right. It was ridiculous and. What 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 I want to say is what the f does the quarterback to coach communication? You know how I knew how to spike the ball every time in my whole career? I looked over the sideline; the coach was going like this. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I didn't need to go. Wait,
2: are you telling me spike or no spike? I don't know what that means. Can you talk into my ear? So yeah, there's no. That was odd altogether. That that much time. Went Thirty-seven off the clock. seconds when the play
1: ended. Right, right. on the fourth and five. Right. So 26 seconds later. 26 seconds later, they snap the ball. Right. That is inexcusable. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That is inexcusable. And you're right.
2: That was going to cost them probably one more shot at the, at the end zone. You're going to spike it, and you're
1: going to get right. your three shots. Right. You're not getting four. So You're not getting four with the running clock and no timeouts. Right. right. And the ball – Yeah. you just saved your ass with fourth and five. Yeah. Go up and sp- – how do you not, like – Kind of know that going into the fourth down, usually. Right. And even right? if you're not right. actively thinking of it, You've been playing football all your life. I assume he's played Madden from time to time. I mean, he doesn't work on Tuesdays. He probably plays Madden at some point. I'm never letting that go. I'm sorry. Apparently. <laughs> look, look, this is so weird to me. I, I can't remember in 50 years of being an NFL fan. A quarterback who had so many of the gifts that you need. But then there were just these glaring, weird things that kept him from becoming as good as he could be that aren't that difficult. You know, every once in a while you encounter someone in life who is very good at the hard parts of their job and they keep tripping over their own easy two stuff, feet at the right. easy stuff. Yeah, right. Kirk is kind of like that. He's really good at the hard stuff that comes up in run-of-the-mill moments. He can do the hard things under no pressure whatsoever. But you throw in some pressure – and he can't walk in a straight line without tripping and fall. It's just such a weird dynamic, and I think the Vikings are done with it. Yeah. I think they were done with it going into the season, and whether it's becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy or not, they're going to be done with him, and they're going to move on and try to find somebody else. And maybe they won't find somebody as good as he is. I don't know. But they're at the point where they recognize they need somebody different. I, 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 you know, I mean, it,
2: it does seem like we're going that way. I understand your frustration like I do. I, I will say, again, Kirk Cousins played awesome yesterday. You know, it, it, it's, it's yeah. I, but they know, lost. That, that You're right. I, I, you know, I saw I, that after gotta,
1: the, the Eagles game. All these great stats. And, and if they were doing it yesterday on the pregame shows. Kirk Cousins, historic. Justin Jefferson, historic. They're 0-2. Nobody gives a shit if it's historic. Well, they're 0-2, and now they're 0-3. Well, That's all me, that matters. I, the,
2: where I just want you to be careful a little bit, and, and I you know, the, with the blame game, is I just would say it, it's not all Kirk Cousins here. It's it's not. Now listen, I wish the end of the game was better too. And there's some things about him like like you that I just go, what? I don't I don't understand that, right? But at the same time too, you know, he was under pressure the whole game yesterday. Yes, the Eagles game was. You know, still under pressure, and your Vikings players just dropping the ball everywhere as far as fumbles. Yes. You saw Hawkinson fumble as you guys were Had going down. Ripped the, out. First right? drive. First everything drive. Everything's going, right. going good. Out. You're going right down the field, and you're going, here they go. And I love TJ so Hawkinson. Me, that's a coaching thing, though. Man. Ten
1: days right. ten days of harping right. on ball security, and the ball gets ripped out. On like, the first drive. Yes. I know that was that was that was kind of like and the damn. def hey the defense is look we love Brian Flores, but I asked Keenan Allen about this yesterday, like they don't make many changes and they figure out what they're doing and they knew that they're they're running a certain scheme yesterday, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure and they never pivot to anything else. I mean, at some point you got to do the rope-a-dope because they know what you're doing and the Chargers, as the game went on, it was not high scoring from the get-go. As the game went on, the Chargers offense got better because they they figured out what the Vikings were doing They did, and then the Vikings don't pivot to something else and maybe, look, maybe Brian Flores is is doing all he can to whip up the best possible batch of chicken salad Right, but you got to be able to you gotta be able to pivot to something else once they start to figure out what you're doing. Yeah,
2: I, I think that would be the thing I would look at though, just because I you know, watching them the first two weeks of them, they're a little handcuffed with how much they can do on defense because they're just not that talented. And yeah, yesterday it got into wait, now our pass rush can't even do anything because the Chargers do protect well and now you don't have a really talented secondary. And I think there's likely we gotta be careful and protect these guys or we'll get gashed everywhere and then it, that just leads to 15 yards, 10 yards. Shoom, shoom. I mean, 40 for 47 for 405. I mean, that that's insane to be that efficient with that many passing yards and that many
1: passing yeah. attempts, right? Franchise record catches for Keenan Allen. Personal high of 216 yards and, and he, he threw a, threw a touchdown, touchdown pass. pass right? the, yeah. I think what he called he told me what it's called the Keenan special or something like that. It was in the game plan 2 weeks ago against the Titans and they didn't use it. Yeah. But you know what he he told me when the guy's wide open, just throw it changed. at him. That changes yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> when he's wide open, uh, it's like, uh oh, because you can see it's right. a little behind him. But uh, yeah, you just want
2: to complete it at that point. Yeah, yeah. you know, I saw saw Jordan Love miss some throws yesterday with guys wide open, where you go, stop being trying to be so perfect. That you hit him on the dead run, so it's like this most unreal throw. Just get the completion. You know, that, that that's it's it is tough. I can remember some throws I had in my career where guys are wide open and you're going (gasps) – like you're like holy cow he's open and my my approach was always to throw a rocket just right at their head right just there's gonna be no room for error there I'm just gonna throw it right at them as hard as I can and yeah they might have to stop a little bit or whatever but it's gonna be complete and we'll go from there uh, but yeah that that was a, a good gutsy pike call by the Chargers and Kellen Moore there and their offense was pretty phenomenal um, but then we get to the end of the football game well well and that we, got, we got we
1: got. Yeah, and we got to take a break. So oh. let's do this. Okay. And I got to say two things. One, speaking of rockets to the head, and this right. is a footnote to the game at best. Yeah. Justin Herbert threw a freaking piss missile at Donald Parham from five yards he away. Caught it from self, he caught it My in self defense. God. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I can't believe he caught it. Right. I mean, that thing was a rocket. And it was like, not quite me to you, but it was pretty damn it close. It was fourth
2: down, right? That was a fourth down yeah. play, right? Yeah, yeah right.
1: Uh, and second, Speaking of fourth down plays, that fourth and one, maybe we'll find some time tomorrow to really delve into what went right with the Chargers, what went wrong with the Chargers. They've done this a couple of times and still won the game. Yeah. But we, we got to go. we got to okay. move on to something else. All right, fine. Um, so, But but yet again, Brandon Staley making a key fourth down decision. I just didn't the like the call. Decision.
2: That's all I'll say. I didn't like the call. You haven't run the ball all game, and then you give it to Johnny. We don't know who the hell you are <laughs> yeah, I laughed in
1: the studio last <laughs> night when you said that. I'm over here. And, you know, we're trying to be really quiet in the studio. And, you go, and they give the ball to somebody that no one knows who he is. Well, <laughs> since we're there, and I'm sorry to the control room, let's go ahead and talk about it real quick. Okay. Because Keenan Allen told me this after the game. Yeah. They wanted – Justin Herbert to do a quarterback, quarterback sneak. Sneak. yeah, And then he ultimately supported it because they had the gaps kind of filled up. I said, but what about what the Eagles do? And he said, you know, I thought of that right afterward. It's like, damn, we got to put that play in. Definitely. Why don't more teams do that? You got a big quarterback. Right. Put a couple of big guys back there and just shove Justin Herbert that extra yard. That's, Why aren't they doing that I, instead of this?
2: I don't know either. I don't. Exactly right. And giving it to a guy who hasn't touched the ball or has no feel for the the moment right there. It's a lot to put on him. And. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm ha- I'm having fun. It's nothing disrespectful to that fullback. But, it, yeah, they couldn't run the ball, you know, with their running backs. What was going to make you think, okay, now we're going to blow them off, you know, and get the first down here with the fullback? I didn't love that call. But, you know, thank God for Brandon Staley. The defense made the play and got the interception at the end of the game. Puts
1: a lot of pressure on the defense, but the defense came through in part because, and I don't think he figured this into his overall analysis. I don't think you bank on the Vikings offense, you know, Peeing down their leg and letting 26 seconds elapse from the clock, and then having a rushed play that gets tipped and intercepted, but that's it. The Chargers get their first win. The Vikings are on three. The Vikings had the, the Panthers. The Vikings well. outchargered the Chargers. If the Vikings lose to the Panthers this week, it's over. Because then the Chiefs come to town the following weekend. Speaking of the Chiefs, we got some injury updates as it relates to the Chiefs quarterback, who looked like he was injured but is not, plus some other news regarding the health of quarterbacks when PFT Live continues right after this. We held our breath. Our hearts stopped this moment yesterday in the second quarter late. There's Patrick Mahomes hobbling around. Kind of reminded me of Aaron Rodgers two weeks ago. Like, is he in denial? Is he trying to walk it off? Is he thinking, no, this can't be, this can't be. Look at where he gets hit. Lower ankle like that twist. How can you not think Achilles tendon after it just happened to Aaron Rodgers? And then he kept walking, and it's like, hey, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He came back and played in the second half, threw a touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey, 41 nothing. took him out of the game, not because of the injury. There is no injury. He's fine. Yeah. All indications... He's fine. We'll see him on Sunday night. Thank God. It won't be Blaine Gabbert against Zach Wilson. Thank It'll God. be Patrick Mahomes against. Yeah,
2: Zach I'll Wilson. say it again. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, that was a hold your breath moment, right?
1: And it was the same
2: ankle he hurt last year. It's that right ankle. So you, you, you know, as a as a player, I'm sitting there going, "Damn, I bet you that high ankle sprain he got last year in the divisional playoff game. He probably still feels that to a degree. So to have that happen a little bit, you know, definitely scared me. But man, the Chiefs look good, yeah.
1: But something I said last night when we were talking about the aftermath of this, this could be, and I don't know. But when you roll out of bed the next day, is this one of those things where maybe, possibly? It'll be a little
2: more sore than he like, thinks oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he
1: looks down and yeah, it's he's a little, like, oh, it is swollen. starting to get a little blue yeah. and purple. He's
2: and... going to get treatment today, I would yeah. imagine. At least icing it and getting some of that swelling out of there. But the good thing is we always see, right, as compared to that playoff game where it bent outwards, going inwards is more your traditional one and definitely a little easier to deal with as an athlete. Um, so, yeah, thanks. I mean, listen, we want him playing. And that was the first time all year the Chiefs offense looked like the Chiefs offense. Yeah. You know, they've been a defensive football team through two weeks. And, of course, we're awesome again on, for the third week in a row on the defensive side of the ball. Helps but,
1: to be playing the Bears.
2: Oh, the Bears looked like a team that had a really dysfunctional week. It showed on
1: the field, and they're in, in big trouble. But, yeah, the, Mahomes was sharp. Great perspective from Coach Garrett last night. The Chiefs rolled up 41 points, and they were still 29 shy of what the Dolphins did to the Seriously, Broncos. Seriously, right. Because 41 is like, hey, that's a lot of points. Yeah, You're still 29 away yeah. from doing what the Dolphins did to Denver. Uh, Saints quarterback Derek Carr hit the the – unfrozen tundra at Lambeau Field pretty hard. Tundra's never frozen there. They got heaters under there. That's right. Yeah. uh, yeah. What about December and January? It's heated. It doesn't matter. It's grass and it's soft, but he got injured. I'm told he probably avoided disaster. It is a shoulder injury. He's expected to miss some time. took going to hospital to get checked out. There are no internal injuries, but he does have an injury, but it could have been worse. And, and I got to say this. Yeah. It would have been worse if it was on turf. Oh, because it's harder. You don't harder. have to tell me. I his know. camp is grateful for the fact that right. that was on grass right. and not a home game where you're going to hit that turf harder. And and I know we need to take a break, but I, I just need to make this point. And I love Peter King, but here's something from his column today. The things I think that I think. Right. I think I found this interesting. One, noise made about how bad artificial turf is after Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles on a contact injury on a on a contact injury on artificial turf on Monday Night Football in on week one, ear-splitting endless. Two, noise bait about natural grass after Nick Chubb tore knee ligaments on a contact injury on natural grass on Monday Night Football. has two. nothing to do with anything. Peed, Peter's way off base here. Way well, off base. I mean, please, please, that I mean, it's is not just helpful ridiculous. to what the players ridiculous. want. ridiculous, right. It's the, just the foot, holding the, the NFL foot, line the there, Peter. The foot was st- the foot was in the ground. It would, if he was on, on any it surface, matter. his
2: knee was going to get hurt. His it knee was going to get
1: blown out wherever it right. was. And Peter, right. again, I love you, but don't feed into the NFL's BS propaganda. And Peter isn't that way. No, Peter is not that I way. Know. That's why it stood out to me. Yeah, It's not about turf or grass for the Nick Chubb injury. That has nothing to, nothing do, with to do with it. Nothing to do with it, If anything... He at least had maybe a little chance the foot was right. going to come on. Probably would have been he worse. Ain't coming on. The only tore
2: his MCL. I That's bet it right. would have been more That's if right. it wasn't. So maybe it, that
1: if it gave it where would have just not moved at all. Anyway, I got Peter, people we love
2: texting it. me last night that were kind of annoyed what you what you said too about the turf thing. And, and again, it's a bunch of people where I want to go. You're not paying attention to the NFL. No coach or player wants to play on filter or make Astro it up. or our, you cars know, camp, artificial surface. Cars camp. is happy
1: it. that he landed on grass. Nobody and not that that cement covered by fake plastic what is it called blades yeah. and and toxic no, nobody wants to play on the pallets. artificial
2: service Our artificial service. And, and I, you know, find me a current player, right? One current player. No, we, we haven't found one yet. And we continue to kind of say that. And I pay attention to everybody. Everybody's saying all week long. And yeah, even in December, people would rather play on that Green Bay grass than artificial turf somewhere else. It's it's undefeated. And as I'll say again, I was never on a team with any player ever that was like, I want to play on the fake stuff. No, not, never. So it's a bunch of people who don't play the game who are trying to say they this wanna, and cram this they down wanna, our They want to create a false debate.
1: They want right. to create a false debate. Peter's comment feeds into the false debate. And, Peter, we love you, but there is no debate on this. There is no debate. No, the definitely. players want grass, right. high-quality grass, right. not shit grass, right. high-quality grass. Right. All right, yep. let's take a break. More PFT Live right after this. scrimmage but after the play you pushed Mac Jones over he might have done something did you did do something here that you'd blow the
0: belt man that's that's probably the first time that ever happened to me <laughs> so uh he I got tackled and he reached his hand up to try to like give me the help him one and I just like moved his hand out the way so then he get up he just come up to me like good job but while he's saying that he hit me in my he hit me in my private part? You know what I mean?
1: Who <laughs> got ice up? He trying to stop me from having kids in the future. i <laughs> <Man. laughs> yeah. tripping. Sauce Gardner. Sauce got hit in the meat yesterday. Here's the here's the play. It's not a great angle, but you see something go on. Watch. Now, no, now, look. Mac, Mac gets and uh, 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 all kind of.
2: I yeah, know. I guess here it is. Now here's Sauce. Yeah, here right it here. is.
1: It's at the end of some stuff, and you can see Mac. And you say, there it is. I mean, what's Sauce reacting to? Yeah. He's reacting to something. Oh, and, he, and Mac
2: knows. Look, he's not even talking. He knows he just did something. This
1: is not the first time that Mac has pulled some of this punk-ass stuff.
2: It's That's what it is, its right? punk-ass stuff. Exactly right.
1: A- at what point it's is spoiled, he going to be held accountable for It's spoiled for it? I like don't even know what. Like, someone needs to go punch him in the face. I'm sorry, I Mac, but someone needs to go punch him in the face. Not me. Yeah. Chris, you're bigger. You go punch Just drive up there today punch him in the face. <laughs> but what is this stuff? Why doesn't anybody call him out and say, stop it, quit acting like a punk? I I, I'm, I, I would think
2: somebody on that locker room is going to say something. But yeah, it, it's, it's not a good look for him right now, whether it's the You know, Brian Burns tripping him and sticking his cleat, you know, up there, what, two years ago? The interception there last year that was being returned for a touchdown by the Bengals. And then he went low at Eli Apple, 30 yards away from the play, right? There's another play I'm missing, too, I feel like added on to this. But yeah, it's got shades of Grayson Allen and Duke. And like, I'm a baby brat and I can't believe this is happening. So I'm going to take a cheap shot. And that's just not cool. And then, yeah, that that right there is like a no-no on the NFL field. I mean, come on, it's a no-no anywhere, let alone like on the football field. And you deserve to be thrown to the ground like that.
1: The NFL is looking into the situation now. It's standard practice that they look at all plays from the prior Sunday, but this is one they are going to look into. And all we've seen is the TV angle. There's cameras all over the place. Yeah, maybe coaches' a film might angle. show it. Maybe there's from back angle. But right. but you can see. Something happens as Mac Jones passes Sauce Gardner to get Sauce to react, yeah. and I take Sauce's word for it that he got clipped in the McNuggets by by Mac. <laughs> McCorkle hit him in the McNuggets. Uh, he
2: did. He definitely hit him in the McNuggets, and, and-, and it's
1: just it's it's just uncalled for. It really is. I it's different than it was in the 70s when Conrad Dobler was stomping on people's heads. There's this greater sense of brotherhood among NFL players. There's a health and safety sensitivity. They're all in this together. It's just yeah. bullshit. Yeah, that's amateur hour. It's that's bullshit. the kind of crap that goes on in Mac, a high school game Mac, every now and, Mac, and then. or Something like that. It's bullshit. We're yeah. going to take a break. More PFC Live right after this. Tonight, tonight, they're coming tonight. Two games, hot damn! Tonight, Eagles at the Bucks, Rams at the Bengals. Lori, I like two. Why? I mean, why? Don't just don't. ESPN, ABC, put the two games on the separate channels. We all have access to multiple screens. You don't need to split screen. You don't need to do it. Let us watch one game. Let us watch the other game. Both at the same time if we want, or one after the other. You don't need to keep talk. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Yes, there's somebody out there that would like to watch all of one game and then watch all of the other game, and it's going to be ruined because they keep cutting in with stuff. Yeah, we don't need the
2: live look in, but I, 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 I'll take two games though. I'm kind of getting used to to it. Back to
1: back. I want them back to back.
2: I know, I know. It would be nicer that way. Monday, Tuesday. That's it's. Yeah, I would like that too. That would be great. But I don't understand. It is good sitting on the couch at seven o'clock having a game. It is. It is fun that way. I like the Eagles, of course. You know, but but I don't know if it's going to be easy. I think the Bucks defense is pretty damn good, and I don't think the Eagles are just going to be able to run up and down the field on this Bucks D. Uh, so I like the Eagles in that one, and then I like the Bengals to get back on track here and win a close one, but it ain't going to be easy, and Joe Burrow's health is going to be the big question. Bengals
1: have four quarterbacks currently, two on the active roster, two right. in the practice, practice squad. They added Reed Sinnott and A.J. McCarron, and – Jay Glazer said yesterday that Burrow's calf has gotten a lot better. It still hurt. And there were some comments from Jamar Chase from Friday. He's like, I've been telling him, yeah, don't, don't play, play until you're 100%. Right. Don't play, don't play, don't play. I don't know what he's going to try to do tonight. Glazer said it's going right up to game time. But until he rests, there's going to be the potential this is going to keep getting aggravated. Yeah. Or it could, go, it could get even worse. And at some point, they're going to have to shut him down. There's some stubbornness going on here. I was thinking they should just put him on IR. Miss four games, five weeks after that, come back. and He wants to play.
2: It's a big game. wants to earn his money. And it's Raheem, Morris, and McVay coming The to town. Here comes they Aaron Donald. You stadium. better duck. Yep. See you
1: tomorrow. See ya. ya. He's swinging helmets.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters